there is an indefinable, mysterious power that pervades everything. That power that can make a way out of nowhere. Today, the world, in the world, is so much suffering because of that one of prayer. Welcome, everybody, to the Prayer Revolution. So glad you're here. My name is Doyal, and I'm with my good friend and co-host, Vera. Say hi, Vera. Haribol, Haribol. Haribol. We're here. We do this every morning, 9 a.m. to 9.30 a.m. Eastern time. We say a little morning prayer, and then we discuss that mood of prayer in our daily lives and what it means to live a life of surrender to a higher power and, and what does it mean to look for and notice the will of God unfolding in our life and to see life happening for us rather to, than to us, to see the opportunities and the blessings, even the reversals of life. Um, and that's not easy to do. So we need each other to remind ourselves of these things. And that's what we do here. Right, Vera? Haribol. Haribol. Vera's on a Haribol. Uh, he's just going to say Haribol this, this time. <laughs> there are people in Vrindavan and in India, they, they go on these mantra fasts where they just say, in the names of God on that, you ask him, how are you doing? Haribol, Haribol. Would you like dinner? Haribol, Haribol. How are you feeling today? Haribol, Haribol. You got it, DJ. I just broke your fast. No, it wasn't, uh, I didn't know I was fasting, but I love the idea. How are you doing this morning, Vera? You can say anything you want, Haribol or otherwise. Haribol, Haribol. Beautiful, beautiful. Um, I'm doing great. I'm grateful to be with you guys. Each morning is a gift. It's certainly a gift. And, uh, and yesterday, um, the last couple of days, Isa, she, she said she would like to share a prayer. She's open to doing that. And so I wanted, wanted to give our, our dear community member, Isabel, an opportunity to share a prayer this morning and uh, take it from there. Beautiful. Well, Isabel, please, please, please share with us. Uh, thank you um, for trusting me to say this morning's prayer. Um, I'm definitely not as um, qualified as either one of you, but I just felt compelled to pray. I haven't really prayed out loud to anyone um, or in front of anyone since I was in um, Catholic school. So I felt it's time maybe I should start sharing my prayers again. Um, and I will be honest, I'm going to use it cheat cheat because it's been a very long time and my thoughts probably will not come together as eloquently as Vera's and yours. So um, if you don't mind, if that's okay, I'm gonna begin. Thank you, thank you so much. So let's gently begin to close our eyes and check in with your body and soften any tension you may be experiencing. And begin to notice your breath that gift of prana. No need to change it. No need to do anything, but just realize what's arising right now. Pause any thoughts of the things you need to attend to and just allow the mind to quiet and to be still. Lord, thank you for another day to be in loving service to you. May we have confidence in the spirit that guides us. May we be granted strength, wisdom, 
and direction in our paths. May our scattered minds find focus, our ignorance turn to knowledge, our selfishness turn to selfless service, and our external desires turn inward towards you. Lord, bless those who are in despair. Bring peace into their hearts so that they may be open to your love and comfort. May your presence be in their hearts and restore their faith in knowing that they are not alone in their struggles. May we all be blessed with a peaceful mind so that we can participate in the Supreme Consciousness. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Isabel, for your heartfelt prayer. Thank it was you. So palpable to feel the presence of the divine through your words. Felt them, your words going in through my ears and traveling into my inner recesses and massaging my heart. <laughs> awakening my soul awakening my connection to to god so thank you so much i'm sure everyone felt that in different ways felt that connection yeah it was so beautiful and you're a very very calming voice isabel and um and very uh very heartfelt and genuine it was very it wasn't it wasn't rushed at all which is unlike me i'm always sometimes i'll be talking to vera and be like could you say that again, just a little slower? I didn't catch it. <laughs> and so I, I felt it, it was it was very um, beautiful. I think one of the first things he said was, may we have confidence in the guidance of your spirit. And I felt that was really, really, really beautiful because I think that that's so much where, um, where we get tested so much is that is that confidence that things are unfolding the way they're meant to unfold in my life. And uh, we hold on when we don't think that that, that, that when we lack that confidence, that's when we grip onto things. We take control and I need to direct this ship. But to have that confidence is, is very, very beautiful. And, and um, I was just very touched and moved by it. So thank you. Thank you so much for being honest and vulnerable with us. I really appreciate it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and a lot of, a lot of beautiful love and uh, appreciation coming in on the chat board too. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Uh, when you said uh, that you were going to refer to your cheat sheet, I was like, yes, cheat sheet. I was like, come on, you got a cheat sheet for life. Like, yeah, we got to, got to, we got, we all, you got to send that cheat sheet over to all of us. And, and it, it really felt like that, you know, it really felt like, uh, you know, we pray every single day and, and today felt extra special, you know, it felt like you, you really, you know, it was coming from your heart. It's coming from it's coming from a genuine connection that you yearn for and that you've experienced in your life you know you've experienced you've experienced that that connection with a higher power that knowingness knowing that you're not alone and and i felt like you you gave that gift to us today as well Sometimes. what was that i said i'm glad i was able to inspire that in you and 
thank you for the beautiful comments. Um, I myself have been going through a, a, a great transformation. Um, so this was really coming from deep within. Mm -hmm. Is Isabel is is what's um, at the Bhakti Center is a as a power user we might say she's 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 we see her name on the registrations for every program we say oh Isabel's here and she's over there and she's over here and she's over there and she's signing up over here oh great so. it's taken me a long time Joyal I I started uh, volunteering in the Bhakti Center very quietly in about 2014 or 15 really? I used to clean I used to clean the yoga rooms wow. Um, but because um, I had lost my my religion, which was Catholic religion, but I never lost my spirit. But I couldn't find the right path. And when I met um, Julie uh, Jamuna Jaya, it, it, she brought me back to like the 1970s when the first time. Yes, I'm that old. So when I saw the Hare Krishna singing on the beach and the Jersey Shore, and all of a sudden, like it's something clicked because. There's only a couple of things I remember from the age of three, and that's one of them. There's not many things you can remember at three, and, there's, and, and it was three, you know, devotees singing in their saffron outfits on the beach, really hot with them, Dranga on them, and I was like, I was so fascinated. And of course, you know, little girl, I'm wiggling, you know, dancing. I could remember it so vividly. And, you know, some reason that, you know, that Hare Krishna song stuck with me and my family for so many years, although we didn't get into it. So when I met Jamuna, um, she she said, I said, I said, Julie, how do I find what you have? <laughs> and she goes, you already have it in you. But if you go to the Bhakti Center, you'll find a lot more of it. So I just started to volunteer. <laughs> and it's a big difference from, you know, then to now. The Bhakti Center has just, you know, grown so much. But I started to take, I took um, intro to Bhakti with your wife. Um, Sika Gopi? Yeah. Aww. Yeah. Yeah, I was in a, it was a nice big group, and I had no idea what she was talking about. But <laughs> it made sense, because I, I had read the Gita really fast prior to that, and I was like, whoa, this is like well, mind-boggling, but it makes sense. But, but as by the time that that whole session ended, it, 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 it was like, I got it. And I'm like, oh, that's what she's talking about. And then from there, I just fell in love with Bhakti, but I was really shy with it. Um, cause I felt like, uh, I'm not dressed like anyone here and, you know, my hair is kind of like much neater back then and I had that corporate style. So I'm like, I don't fit in here, but I'm going to sneak in here little by little, little by little. And, and then I surrendered and that's where I am now. And it's, I just feel like, I don't know, I just feel like it's my whole life. It's, it's exciting. Thank you. Sorry for talking so much. Well, that was beautiful. As soon as you mentioned Jumuna Jaya Julie, I knew all once it once you can make that connection. We had her on the show here a few weeks ago, and yeah. uh, it's a bright light. That's a, that's a very I think a very natural first question to someone like Jumuna is how do I get what you have? Uh -huh. you know, it's a uh -huh. bright, beautiful, smiling soul, and and uh, she was very right, Isabel. You already have so much of it inside you. And it's beautiful to see that. So thank you for your service, and thank you for your sincerity. And um, and uh, I would say you fit right in. Thank thank you for keeping the yoga studio clean. Wow. <laughs> I used to love doing it. I was so meditative, and going into the larger one, um, I don't know. I just felt like I didn't know Krishna as well yet. Although he was in my heart, I didn't know. But I felt that was connected. It's such a I don't think I could put it into 
eloquent words. I just can't. It's just, it's, it's a feeling so deep inside that it's, it's right now I can't find the right words, but it was very, very transformational. Um, and, and you guys, I've been right next to you in many events. I've, I just, I've even sang next to you, Goyal, and you don't even know, but I just, that's how quiet I've been. I said, I'm just going to sneak in here. And I'm going to make my way all the way up to the front of the room to make connections. But I just felt like even though I was quiet, like I was getting that energy that I needed, you know, um, and then boom. And then I just, one day it opened. It just, it said I surrendered and it just, I don't know, everything just came in you know, like a flood. <laughs> It's so beautiful. I mean, there's, there's, there's two things that I'm, that I'm hearing that I'm resonating a lot with. One is um, your, your service. And the other one is that, you know, like I, I, I came to, I say I came to spiritual life or I met Krishna devotees when I was 18 years old. And it's kind of like my spiritual journey began there. And, you know, I, I like, I look back and see Krishna's presence in my life. But it's so interesting. Like, I kind of feel like that's like, that's like when I met Krishna or that's when I met Krishna devotees. But it's so interesting for me to see, to look back before the age of 18, when I didn't even know who Krishna was or I didn't even have this idea of spirituality in a specific sense, but to still see how God was showing up in my life in these ways, even though I wasn't aware of it, you know? And so it's, it's you know, for you, it was like, when you were a few years old in 1970s, something, you know, seeing something there. And it was kind of like, you're saying, hey, hey, you're not going to, you're not going to recognize me right now, but I'm going to show up a little bit later in your life, you know, and it's kind of like, and all the things that happened that needed to happen in my life to bring you to where you are now, you know, I mean, at that time or another time previous in your life, may not have clicked the same way, but all the events of your life and all the events of my life added up in a way that when the moment came, it was like, boom and it was something powerful and then there was also like it's all prepping us and even now even in spiritual life the challenges or difficulties that we're having it's all prepping us for that next step that next moment of coming closer and so much of that is experience that's the second thing i heard so much of that is experience when we do service you know what i mean it's like service is how all that spiritual knowledge becomes digested um and uh, there's a bell. You guys hear that bell in my background? It's my dog. He's, he rings his bell. He, he rings his bell when he needs to go outside. And then now he knows that anytime he rings the bell, he gets taken outside. You have to pee. But now he just rings it just if he wants to go for a stroll. So my wife just went for a run. And as soon as she closed the door, he started putting, because he's really attached to her and sad that she left. So sorry, you get that bell in the background. <laughs> well, it's, it's uh, you know, little Jiva, your little pup's doing a little kirtan. He's doing a little kirtan. But anyways, I was thinking that that service is really like, it's not knowledge that we need to gain or it's not like, it's just really, I want to uncover that joy that's already in my heart and that, 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 that gets unveiled through service. Mm -hmm. So even in the simplest of things, you know, it's, it's a very simple process. And so I was just kind of seeing those two elements and it was very resonating very deeply and thought it was very beautiful and I'm really glad that you shared. Thank you. I was, um, two years I didn't, I, I, I quit corporate to take care of my mom who was in hospice two and a half years. And for several months, I was also at the front desk at the Bhakti Center. And that was a great experience, but also very humbling because I had no idea who Radhana Swami was. At, uh, I was just beginning, this was all like, read this book, read that book, but I never really connected the author with him. 
because I didn't, I didn't recognize him. So I remember him coming up to me and just standing there in front of the reception and paused and looked at me. And I'm like, oh, I feel like I'm in trouble. And he says, he says, like, really soft, thank you, you know, like, for my service. And I'm like, oh, no problem. I just went, <laughs> and then I, I was like, oh, God, forgive me. I had no idea who he was. And, you know, now I love him. It's just such a great thing. So it's been a great experience so far. It's just, you know, I had to go back to corporate, but eventually I'll get back out and I'll be, like, back into service 100%. Now I'm 50, but I'll be 100 again. <laughs> You're so humble. These are like true life, true true life bhakti stories. Yeah. I was thinking about as as you're sharing, uh, Isabel, appreciating so much, and and that you know, in Doyal, as you're sharing that when we perform activities which are aligned with the nature of our soul like that's that's what that's what bhakti is bhakti you know or any genuine spiritual path is like beginning to do the things that if we had no conditioning we would do spontaneously serving praying being grateful you know thanking god you know meditating on god glorifying god like those are those are the things that our soul is like jumping up and down inside of its the little casing of the body wanting to express and so when we when we take those activities and we perform them they they seem like they're external we're sitting down externally to meditate or we're sitting down you know we're doing cures or whatever it is we're, we're serving it seems like it's something that's external but it's mirroring it's actually mirroring the nature of our soul so it begins to synthesize and it begins to awaken our soul and right now Swami, i remember sitting down in the in that same yoga studio i remember sitting down there with with Doyal and, and a few other um, a few other members of the Bhakti Center, and Rana Swami was we were talking about different community members. This is probably five years ago. We're talking about different community members that really seem to just be so vibrant in their spiritual life. Like they seem to just be alive and awakened spiritually, and, and finding so much inspiration and joy in their spiritual life. And we were we we're thinking through these different examples of individuals. And then Radhana Swami said, yeah, you know, just what Doyle was just saying, that, yeah, okay, you see, this person is, they're serving. So they're seva, they're doing some service regularly. They're associating, they have friends that are also practicing bhakti, practicing spiritual life, they have friendships. And, and that they're, they're beginning, because they have those friendships, because they're engaged in service, now they're beginning to go into their internal life. They're beginning to practice sadhana. They're beginning to meditate, do, do that, that, that self-work, that work that no one else sees. No one else is seeing it. No one else is aware of it. It's in your, you know, it's early in the morning or it's you know, behind closed doors where, we're, where they're watering the roots of their tree of spiritual life. And, uh, and that we see when somebody is practicing, you know, serving regularly doing something and it could be as simple like like you know it's a isa in your example it could be as simple as just cleaning you know it could be so humble and so simple it could also be managing and you know taking care of finances what it could be anything right but in that mood of service in that mood of selfless service and 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 we see that 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 activates that dormant spiritual nature and then just having a little association with Jamuna, having a little connection with Julie, you know, like having a friendship, certainly it activates that spiritual nature. 
and then it takes us on a journey within it begins to it becomes that that catalyst for us going on that journey within and so we built our entire organization off of three there's a there's a fourth principle too but starting with these three principles we built our entire organization off of service sadhana which is our personal spiritual practice and sangha which is association with like-minded spiritual seekers all the programs that Doyle is working so hard to coordinate and create and bring people together and all the events, all, all the activities, everything from the, the moment somebody walks in the front door of the Bhakti Center, anything that they experience online or in person, it, it boils down to those three principles. There's a fourth one, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to save that for another time. And we've heard right now, so he's shared this in so many lectures. If we've listened to lectures of his before, he shares these principles so often in the foundation of, of any successful spiritual practitioner, no matter what the faith is, whatever the tradition may be, or the religion may be, these are universal principles. And yeah, the fourth one is Sadachar. <laughs> Doyle's posting them in there. Yeah, right, right. Our personal character, you know, what are those principles that we live our life by? What, what is... Ultimately, you know, our, our character is, that uh, defines who we are, right? Defines who we are as a person in this world. And so I hear another beautiful story from Isabel of someone engaged in those, in those ways, engaged in the, and the experiment. Every time we see somebody genuinely apply themselves to this spiritual ex experiment, it works. Every single time we've seen someone apply themselves sincerely, you know, with good, they're in good association of other people, even if it's a little bit, but they're, they're really appreciative of that and relishing that. And they are, you know, they're, they're practicing in their own way, spiritual, daily spiritual practice. They have some service, something selfless that they're doing regularly. And then they're, they're focusing on how can they improve their character, their values, their principles, live, live in alignment with them. We see flourishing human beings. So thank you for being an example of that, Isabel, inspiring us. It's, it's clear and present in your prayer. Your prayer was electrifying. Thank you. I'm so humbled because I really haven't prayed in front of people in so, so long so so long i used to when i used to be in catholic school i i was always up on you know on the altar praying i don't i just love to pray <laughs> long time long long time that's all i'm gonna say <laughs> we thank your catholic roots because man you got you got some soul churning prayer there girl thank you mm -hmm. i'm happy to share if anyone wants it <laughs> my thoughts it's such an amazing thing, you know, it's, it's uh, yeah, like to be able to share a prayer, you know, just a, it, like a, to be as comfortable as just having a conversation, to be as comfortable as breathing, right? You know, there's certain things that, you know, when we practice, it becomes so comfortable, like it, it just, we don't even, it becomes an instinct, you know, it becomes this, in, this, this, this habit that it, it's so instinctual, you know, that you know, it, it, it's just constantly, it's triggered. And, and that's what we want prayer to be in our lives. That's what we want God consciousness to be in our lives. We want it to be something that no matter what's happening, it becomes a cue to pray. And we know what we get when we really give ourselves to prayer. We know what we get. It's like, 
man, that feels so good. It's so refreshing. It's so recharging. It's so clarifying. It's so helpful. And so the way that you're praying courageously, stepping into prayer, and you, you, know, you had a practice of it as a child, you know, to be able to, um, for all of us, for all of us to just to pray, you know, like unabashedly, just open up that dialogue, you know, start to talk to God, start to have those conversations, you know, again and again and again and again in our life. And it never gets old and it becomes more and more natural. So you're inspiring us in many ways, Isabel. I am blushing. You're, yes. <laughs> You know what? You're you're, you're blushing. You're blushing. You you are blossoming. That's why the the cheeks go red because the heart is blossoming. <laughs> All that that love like that. is flowing to your face and blossoming. That's pretty good, yeah. Yeah. I love. As, um, I think it's I think it's beautiful as, as we as we kind of it was so sweet that this turned into just like a little conversation story about your beautiful life, um, Isabel. And I appreciate very much that this idea of of you know when I I, I teach kirtan and uh, one of the goals in teaching kirtan is to break down the barrier between sort of like the kirtan leaders and the audience so to speak but there's this sense of that i'm just a small person in the crowd and those people are leading kirtan but it's nothing for like to lead kirtan to lead kirtan you've got to be you know you got to need this musical talent or you need this charisma or you need this that and the other and one of the first things we teach is is is, is no to all of that that like anybody can lead kirtan because kirtan is not a musical performance it is a calling of the heart and it's the way it, it really is. A, it's a meditation and it's a prayer. And that whether you have Rodunga, Kartals, Harmoniums, all these fancy instruments, or whether you're just clapping your hands in an offbeat, we can all lead kirtan and bring people together around that. And I think that prayer very much is that same sense where prayer doesn't have to be this, like, even though your prayer was extraordinarily eloquent and beautiful and well thought and you had your cheat sheet was beautiful. I think we should all carry on cheat sheets, by the way. <laughs> write down little prayers, write down little, we talked about this having a little verse group or something. Write down little reminders and prayers that you carry around with yourself and just pull it, pull it back up. Um, but a prayer can be just something, it's just that connection and it's just simple, it can be a simple reminder of my dependency on a higher power in my life. It could just be something as simple as like, Dear, dear God, please remind me of my dependency on your will. Mm. Dear God, please give me a, a reassurance and encourage and, and, and confidence that your will is unfolding in my life. It could be something so simple, but so profound. And I think that that's what was also beautiful about your sharing of prayer was that it's going to share my heart. You know, I don't have to be, you don't have to go to prayer school to figure out how to pray. You know what I mean? And so it was like Martin Luther King Jr. said so much as um, he was quoting the Bible when he mentioned that um, the definition of greatness is somebody who serves. Mm. And he said, it's so beautiful because you don't, have to call, don't, you don't have to have a college degree to serve. You don't have to make your subject and your verb agree to serve. You just need a heart, um, mm. a soul touched by grace. 
And so mm-hmm. all of us have that. And so prayer is, is accessible to each of it. E- even if sometimes our prayer doesn't manifest in spoken word, you know, God understands every language, mm-hmm. um, even the unspoken ones. And so uh, it was in your heart. And thank you for sharing that with us so much. Really beautiful to see you, Isabel. Thank you for being with us. Thank you, Vera, for tuning in and, and leading us. Thank you for all of our listeners and tuna inners. Oh, thank you, Jiva. He's saying, saying to you, also my dog. Jiva's, Jiva's giving his, his, his gratitude and, and thanks. Thank you to all of those listening on Facebook Live and to all our listeners out in podcast land. Really appreciate all of you. Um, very, very grateful that you are here with us. Um, and uh, oops, I am sharing with you guys all a link for something. If you haven't signed up yet, please go do so. It's our uh, one-day bhakti retreat with Radhanath Swami, Yogi Charu, Raghunath, Janavi, Jagiridhari. They're all going to be here with us. Um, from the schedule is it's going to go from 7:15 a.m. Eastern time all the way to 4. 45 p.m. There's going to be a yoga asana class with Raghunath. There's going to be talks and storytelling with Raghunath. There's going to be singing and songs with Janavi. There's going to be meditation, morning meditation with Jagadid Hari. There's going to be a talk as well as questions and answers with Raghunath Swami, questions and answers with Yogi Charu. Um, it's going to be a really fun, interactive, beautiful day. We'd love all you guys to be here. And we will also still do Prayer Revolution tomorrow at nine o'clock. It'll be during the breakfast break. And so, um, but if you guys missed tomorrow's prayer revolution because you're in the one-day retreat, that's a good excuse. So please, please, please join us tomorrow if you ha- didn't get a chance yet. Um, and otherwise, we look forward to seeing you next time. And please be well. Please take care. Please continue to pray. And um, that's all I got. Anything from your side, Vera? Namaskar. Haribol. Namaskar. <laughs> Thank you, Isabel. Thank you guys all so much. Take care. See you next time. Thank Enjoy you. Best. Thank you, thank you, thank you. What I'm actually going to do is, oh, everyone's tuning out. Thank you guys all so much. Oh, I unmuted everybody. You want to say a hi, a gratitude to Isabel? Thank you, Isabel. Appreciate it. Thank you, Isabel. Thank you. Congratulations. What did you do? Come here. souls thank you guys so much a lot of love coming in thank you bye bye take care